Hey, Granville Chapel youth, welcome back to our Lent 2020 podcast series called 40 Days with Jesus. Whether you are waking up early to read your Bible or fitting it into another part of your day, I hope that our Father God is filling you with his love, his joy, and his peace as you consider the meaning of Easter, of Jesus's amazing gift on the cross for us, and for what that means for your life out in God's world. Today, we are back in the Gospels where we are looking at the beginning of Jesus's ministry. So, open your Bible to Luke chapter 1 and let's get into it. Right in verse 1, here's, I'm going to read for you. Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who were from the first eyewitnesses and servants of the word. So here Luke is trying to give his readers an accurate account of the things that had really happened among them. He had interviewed eyewitnesses to verify what was true. You see, it's an historical fact, not disputed by secular scholars. Jesus Christ really did live 2,000 years ago, and he really did the things that we read in the Bible. This attitude of Luke trying to show his readers that Jesus, who they now follow, really was real, reminds me of my favorite movie series, Star Wars. In episode 7, The Force Awakens, in one of my favorite scenes, Rey is talking to Han Solo when she says, The Jedi were real. And in this great clip, Han Solo replies to her. It's true. The Force, the Jedi. All of it. It's all true. I love that. For me, that scene illustrates what Luke is trying to do here in his gospel. You see, Luke was a doctor. He was a non-Jewish Christian who had been a companion of Paul. Luke was writing in a way like a news reporter of things that actually happened in a real time, in a real place. In verse 4, he says this, Luke wants readers to know with certainty of the things you've been taught. He's gathered his reports from people who'd really known Jesus, and he writes it all down. So, here in chapter 1, he starts his history of Jesus with this prequel of events that includes an elderly couple, a teenage mom, and two baby boy cousins predicted to fulfill great callings from God. These parents of the babies are being visited by angels, and great predictions are being made about the lives of these two babies. Baby number one, who we see here, will be John the Baptist. In verse 16 and 17, he is predicted to be the full of the Holy Spirit right from birth, and will have a special calling to help many Jewish people turn their hearts back to the Lord. John's elderly father is a priest who gets this news from an angel when he's in the temple. He's terrified, and he doesn't quite believe it. Zechariah says that he and his wife Elizabeth are way too old to have a baby. He's probably the age of your grandparents, so you can see what he's saying. But in a way, he's actually pushing the angel of God for a sign of why he should believe this news. So, for not believing God's announcement, old Zechariah is rewarded by not being able to speak until John is born. Interestingly, right after this, in the next few verses, when the young Mary, the teenager, gets similar news from the angel that she will have a baby, she believes but simply asks, "Uh, Lord, how will this happen since I'm not even married? I think there's a great lesson here about faith. 
the old wise priest in God's temple, Zechariah, who's full of power and privilege, struggles to have faith in God's plans. But the young teenage girl, who would be the lowest in her society, believes God and becomes the mother of God's Messiah. I think that youth are in a unique, a unique position to have huge gifts of faith and to be able to say yes to God's plans at an early age, which can make a huge impact on the world. So, young, newly pregnant, teenaged Mary then goes to visit her elderly aunt Elizabeth, who was pregnant with John the Baptist. Luke records this funny little fact that baby John leapt in his mother's womb when he heard Mary's voice and Elizabeth gets filled with the Holy Spirit. From there, Luke records Mary's praise song to God, where she says beautiful things about her confidence in God's power to help his people. Later, on the day of John the Baptist is born, a strange spiritual thing happens. The gathered family are about to name him Zechariah Jr. When the old mute father Zechariah scrambles to write on a tablet, his name is John. Luke then records that at that moment, Zechariah is suddenly able to speak, which adds amazement to everybody about what this baby John is about to become. Luke then records Zechariah having his own song of praise to God. In it, he says how John will become a great prophet, announcing the coming of Jesus and leading many in Israel towards God's forgiveness of sins. As I said at the beginning, Luke's opening chapter is like a prequel where God reveals what is about to happen to some unsuspecting people. Their faith to believe God's word was tested. So as I do in each episode, this leads me to my question of the day for you. What is God asking you to believe in today, even if your eyes can't see it and you might be full of doubt? Can you respond like Mary? When she was told that she'd be the mother of God's Messiah, she says, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. So, what is God asking you to believe in today? And how will you respond? And secondly, here's our prayer. Let's thank God for what he's done in your life. Like Zechariah and Mary did in their songs. Be specific. Praying like this, thanking God can actually boost your mood and fill you with hope as you remember how much God has done for you and your family. Well, thanks so much for listening in today. I hope that you've enjoyed it and have been a little more inspired to seek the Lord in scripture and to tune your heart to the ways of Jesus during Lent. Have a great day at school, at home, or with your friends, or whatever else you're doing. See you next time right here on our 40 Days with Jesus podcast.